Welcome to Cup of Depresso, the podcast where we talk about self-expression. With me today, I've got a new guest. Hi, my name's Niven. Um, I make rap music. Yeah. Yeah. So previously, like we met long ago mm-hmm. through parkour, and now we're doing very different things. So we'll be talking to Niven about what he's learned from music and how he got into it. Uh, I've been doing parkour since 2010, so it's been a decade, and I'm, the reason I got into parkour was just like a form of self-expression. It's like what I can do mm. with my own body and what I can create on my own. And actually, through my parkour friends is how I started rapping. It was, um, I don't know if you know Philip. Philip, the I one with, with Wei Xiong and... Yeah, 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 like yeah, our, yeah. our gang basically. Like it was just a, we were after training at Pungo and okay. you know it was like one of those moments where we were bored <laughs> so I think like freestyling was a thing back then I don't know okay. so like they just saw it online and then they started doing it and so they could do it off like the top of their mind and every time when it was my turn yeah. I couldn't I just froze it's like I was like shit the words are not coming because yeah. it was like not even not knowing what to say it's just the insecurity of like oh, I don't want to sound <laughs> weird so I told myself that they were more um, good at this and I just want to get better at it. And so the more I started doing it, it was like, oh, like, I enjoy doing this. So I just never stopped and I just yeah. kept writing and writing. And yeah, I'm oh, here. Okay. I remember the freestyling thing like the day you the day before you enlisted, when you went to your place, you're going to shave your head. Oh my god, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then remember, like, that was the first time I realised that, uh, or I found out that you were interested in rap. Yeah. Then you you all were doing the whole freestyling yeah. thing, and I was like, okay, you guys go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the freestyle. Because back then, I started writing, right? Because yeah, I was yeah. interested in writing. But I don't, I'm not really good at rapping, and don't like rapping mm-hmm. that much. But yeah, I think that was when I first found out that you guys, like, did freestyle. And you know, it was 10 years back, uh, mm. or like 7 years but, back or yeah. some stuff. That's dope. So, like... So for, for the whole of music, you just start off with rapping first, mm-hmm. like in writing. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember seeing one of your videos, it was a spoken word. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, it yeah. was more poetry. So like, yeah. for me, when I started writing, it was because I like to write poems back then. Okay. Like when I was young. I just like rhyming words mm-hmm. and like wordplay and stuff, yeah. you know, being witty, right? Mm-hmm. And like hiding things in your sentences for people mm-hmm. to find out. Was that also the same way you, you started, like your influence for rap at least? Yeah, you could say that. Like, when I first started, I think it was just like, oh, you know, what is the wittiest sen- mm. sentence you can come up with? Or like, what, Sarah Palin trying to pale wash me? Like, you know, like, like as much as, like, the phrase makes people go, like, what is he talking about? Because, yeah. like, it, it's like a joke for yourself. Like, oh, you know, they, they don't understand what I'm talking mm. about. But, like, there's something in there. They have yeah. to go find it. And then I realized that just, like, writing in general, for someone to see it and be like, oh, you know, he's sharing his emotion. And I think, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because like, I feel like, I mean, I'm not anyone to like, talk about the whole rap industry or whatever, mm. like, but there's been a change in terms of how people write music, mm. less emphasis on the writing and more on the, how the music sounds, right? Yeah, like, yeah. The beats and all that. So it's like, quite refreshing to like, see someone put in more focus into the writing mm. because of like, your your initial start with poetry la. Mm. So when you're talking about the word like word plays that you like, right? Mm-hmm. Like off the top of your head, can you remember like your your favorite bar that you've ever written? Mm. 
the one that I can think right now is like the one in my song the I'm afraid mm. we play the part move like chess it's a mess that the freedom is a gift for the blessed like okay, that I that was like I just got goosebumps yeah. <laughs> I remember that line I'm pretty yeah. sure I wrote much nicer ones or like yeah. ones that make me laugh but I think like right now that's the only one that's on my mind yeah. okay I see for me when I started writing it was as a form of not only expression but like venting out my mm, emotions facts. because of like whole depression and mm-hmm. bullying and all that shit yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so when you write it out you're kind of like yeah like I went through some bad shit mm-hmm. but like I, I I myself use my two hands to turn it into something good mm. for myself you know mm-hmm. was it the same for you like was did it spawn from something relating to mental health or I mean like the um, I, I think I'm in a position where like um happiness is something um i try to get every single day hmm. and not based on accomplishments anymore yeah because i realized like i've had money i've had like this like people believing in me, in me or anything but i still f- know how to make myself feel sad yeah. so i realized that when it comes to music it was less about how i can make you feel something versus if i listen to my own song hmm. how does it make me feel yeah. and so I stop writing songs for others in the sense I'm got to make sure that when I make a song or a track I'm happy with it yeah. and I can like chill and vibe to it. Yeah. And so if it means I'm sharing about my own personal experience or me sharing about any other thing it's like at the end of the day if I don't like it then there's no point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I mean on top of like making your own music right you have mm. to edit and all that shit mm. if you don't like what you're hearing it's going to be a chore <laughs> to hear it over yeah. and over and over again and i mean music's not cheap man like yeah. like let's say most people they go in with one mentality mm. and then they realize they have to diversify mm. meaning like i started rapping just rapping i was like i'm just going to rap give me a microphone i don't care about the rest but you do got to care about the rest like an instrumental can cost from between $35 to 150. Getting a song mixed is like easily um 100 bucks to 300 bucks. Then getting it mastered if you want and you know like per song is about easily 400 bucks. If it, if you want it like radio quality. Mm. So if you don't like your song and you pay 400 bucks, you're just going to like listen to that 400 bucks being like shit. Like I should have yeah. 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 <laughs> Wasted 400 bucks. Yeah, the 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 part about the diverse diversification mm. diversification yeah mm-hmm. is it, it like like related like I, f- I could relate to that mm-hmm. because like in terms of like video at least mm. like you can't just do one thing right like if you want to do like an entire film or something mm-hmm. you need to have knowledge about the others mm. not only because you need to do it but even if you don't have to, you got someone else to edit for you mm. when you film with the idea of like how the editing goes mm. it's much better Yeah. So right when when you are recording that kind of thing to have like the technical knowledge, how to set up the equipment, the different mics and whatever, mm-hmm. it's quite helpful, right? Yeah, and I mean like I mean videos like like you kind of know what you want. So mm. it's like when someone's color color editing in mm. Da Vinci, at least you know like okay, give me more blue, give me more mm. red, you know. So like my granddad told me this lah. So basically, imagine you're running a coffee shop, mm. hawker. So you know how to do everyone's job mm. in case. The person not there, not there yeah, yeah. and you can take over. Yeah. But the thing is, always go and make sure that someone's doing it for yeah, you. Yeah, right? yeah. you know? <laughs> I think that's just boss mentality. Like. You you gotta know what you exactly want and be able to explain to someone so that they can get the idea. Mm. But you can't be dependent on anyone. Mm. And I find that that's very common in anything artistic mm. to be like, okay, I do. I bring this to the table, and you bring that to the table, and then we together. 
as much as the synergy mentality mm. is there, it's also your downfall yeah. because I've waited like sorry, no, I've waited cool. <laughs> like months for beats to come in, or I've wait, I've asked my friends to work with me, and I realize at the end of the day, you push your agenda and it doesn't go anywhere. Mm. So the music feel, or in my the the only my best opinion is something that has to be done alone. And as much as you can, try your best to do it by yourself. Because, mm. yeah, you know what you want and you know what you have to do. Mm. Get that done first, then think about working with others. It comes down to, like, the level of commitment of each person, right? Mm-hmm. And the situation each person is in, like, where in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why certain groups, when like, music groups, mm-hmm. whether it's a band or, like, a rap group, that kind of thing, like Wu-Tang or whatever, mm. like, for them to stay as a group, they all like probably had the same level of commitment, same mentality, that kind of thing. Mm. But when you wanna like collaborate or like work on something with someone, mm-hmm. like at face value, like yeah, I'm on, I'm in on it. But then on the inside, you don't know how committed they are, right? And what's going on? Yeah, I mean, so that, that's a bit tough. That's why you gotta like, like the sure way to have it work out is to just like rely on yourself. Like in Singapore, you would see a lot of rappers. Mm. Whether good or bad Rapping about guns Rapping about drugs I'm like Okay you're snitching on yourself That's good But the thing is People see something that works And they tend to do the same thing yeah. So it's less about expression It's just that Oh okay I'ma just try to be Lil Peep And rap, rap about my Xanax hmm. And As much as that is The sound that is popular now People tend to go to it Because hmm. People just want to feel connected And if that's the thing That makes them feel connected They do it but the thing is, it's like, you're not that sad, but you want to make sad music, and now <laughs> you identify as a sad guy. That's like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, the industry in Singapore in general is filled with a lot of people that just want that to to live like an artist, but mm. not work like one. Like you get what I mean? Artist, yeah. yeah. That's my pet peeve, like, basically. And we a lot of people, like, honestly, like, good rappers mm. that are not, like, really known out there. Mm. There's two that I listen to. One mm-hmm. is uh, Kota the Friend. Mm. And the other is Love Set Kid. Okay. The quota the friend sounds like a chill version of Kendrick Lamar. And his level of rapping, like mm. and, and, and writing is on like, to me is on par lah. Well let right? me listen to him later. Yeah, you, yeah. you gotta see shit. And like his music videos are simple as shit, you know. He's mm. just like sitting down there, right? And he looks at the camera mm. and he just starts rapping. And the camera like zooms in, tracks in. Mm. And then once he hits his uh punchline mm. and he starts to zoom back out. That's the entire music video. Okay. But like he's so good. And this other kid, uh, this guy, loves that kid. He started doing, uh, what do you call it, sorry, uh, those poetry. Spoken word? Spoken word, yeah. Mm. He started off doing that too, right? So he, he, he did like spoken word nights, I believe. Mm. And then he went into rap. And mm. he, had, he still had that poetry feel to his raps, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. It was really chill. Like, when I listen to raps last time, it used to be like, yeah, I feel like a gangster, mm. you know, all that shit. But then now, like, I listen to raps honestly to feel chill. The mm. whole lo-fi wave and all, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I really enjoy that like, because you get to like zero in more on the lines mm-hmm. and the way the person <coughs> or the rapper like executes the lines so you can like fully understand the meaning mm. rather than just like liking like, like like what you said feeling connected feeling included with other mm. people like it's less outwards and more of inwards right yeah I mean generally not everyone likes rap music because yeah. I mean maybe in Singapore it's like the accent that I have to put on in my songs mm. is just generally so that the world kind of like can understand me. This is like I've had comments, why don't you rap in your Singaporean accent? It's like not that I don't want. It's just that at the end of the day, 
you make music that you listen to, mm. right? So it's like, I love the weekend. So most of my songs or the songs that I work with my boy, like they sound like the weekend because mm. it's like I'm trying to make what I like and yeah. therefore I grow. And so, uh, you get comments like that, and um, I lost my point. <laughs> <laughs> the whole really the whole accent thing, right? Yeah. Like, uh, people want you to. Actually, the question about the why don't you rap in your Singaporean accent? Yeah. Like, uh, because my friend Gerald, that's not you saw, right? Yeah. He speaks with. He sounds like American or British or something. Okay. And he's spoken like that since young. Okay. And then he actually had to change his voice to sound more Singaporean okay. because people felt it was weird. And like that makes you think like, who who are people to like tell you, hey, rap like sound more Singaporean when they don't know how you actually speak like. I think not even that. Like, right. name me a Singaporean song you listen to. Yeah. You get what I mean? Like the accent in the music you listen to yeah. is not. Singaporean. Mm. I mean, it's American. Mm. So you, you want me to rap Singaporean, mm. but the thing is, all the songs you listen to are American. Mm. Why would I test market mm. this way? Wouldn't I want to? If I want you to listen to my music, I gotta sound like the guy that you listen mm. to, correct? And generally, I love accents. Like just yeah. playing around with it, and it's just fun. When you when you want to rap or you put yourself as a rapper, you have this mm-hmm. persona, so you mm-hmm. speak this way, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way I talk to my parents is different. The way mm-hmm. I talk to my friends is different. Mm-hmm. When you when you have friends from overseas come, mm-hmm. you also talk differently, right? Mm-hmm. You don't all sound the same. And the only person that I can think of that sounds like a Singaporean when they rap was Portugal. <laughs> in the stars, right? Yeah. And even then, you know, there was like a gimmick. Yeah. To sound more Singaporean, to sound mm. more inclusive, right? Because gimmick scene doesn't sound like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, why why are people so hung up on the whole like sound like a sing like Singaporeans rap in Singlish? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it sounds annoying at some point if you keep having to hear Singlish in the same song. Now I mean, like, <laughs> as much as I want to showcase my culture, like mm. this is who I am, this Singaporean, I find that the whole idea of like do what works and then share. Yeah. You know, like. Right now, um, oh yeah, just now when you were saying about um, songs, it, like it's no longer about what you say, just mm. how you say. It. Yeah. That's why um, the melody of the song mm. is more important yeah. than um, the lyrics in it, because mm. music at the end of the day it's just a conduit of emotions, mm. just a way you can channel how you feel in a mm. song to make someone feel a certain way. Yeah. That's why you find like lo-fi in general. Why it's so strong? It's because it's so simple. And like few words only, yeah. but it's so vague that everyone gets their own idea yeah. of what it's about. <laughs> so I find that it's like how a filmmaker, you know, like two blockbusters, one indie, you know, they have that mm, ratio. Yeah. So similarly, like, like for me, it's like I'll make two songs, and then my third one would be something more artistic. Mm. Either it be rap or something more meaningful. Yeah. yeah, I think that's actually people how like anything creative. That's how people try to work, right? You need to do something that sells. Mm-hmm. Or like not a cell Just appeals better mm. And then the one That's true to yourself So it fits both ways mm-hmm. So like um, I guess to bring value To the people that listen Right mm-hmm. What's one thing how, how long have you been In music Oh um, Music as in Making music Or um, like Making music Rapping Writing Like, like I think um, 2017 Yeah 2017 It's been like Technically four years, uh. four years yeah. okay. 2017 was when I was like Okay let me Let me try to get good at this mm. Like I hear Kendrick Lamar and Khan mm. There's this dude called Khan, Khan Knowledge above all nonsense That dude He's rap He raps faster than Like Eminem okay. And you can hear everything clearly Damn. Yeah Insane Okay So okay. I think Yeah I spent Because uh, m- like all my friends were playing Games in the army Like 
Mobile Legends and whatever <laughs> and like been there. Like I, I really wanted to fit in, like like not because I had this insecurity, it's just like everyone's doing something. Let's just play with them so that we can get army over with. Over oh, yeah. But something in my mind was like, okay, like I wanna get good at writing. Mm. And so I spent two years of my NS life just writing. Mm. Bought like an A4 size book and filled it up every month. Just pam 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 pam. And only when I finished army did I actually go and buy all the equipments needed mm. for music and then like slowly start posting songs. Mm. Yeah. So like technically half was like preparation. Mm. And then the other half was just executing mm. and making mistakes and all that, right? Uh, right now, it's like, um, I think I've made many songs that I've never posted. Mm. Because in my mind, it's like, you know that perfect- perfectionist mindset? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want to show people my uh, flaws or mistakes. Mm. Which is bullshit right now. Because like, when I think about it, it's like, if I posted it, at least people know who I am by now. Yeah, you grow yeah. like an audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, I'm at a stage now where I've done enough prep, like mm. songwriting and everything. That now it's just execution. Yes, yeah. execution. There's two ways to go about everything, right? One is like to document your journey, mm. and the other one is to like only show your best stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how people try to like hit that 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 sweet work that gets them viral, mm-hmm. right? So like, I mean, whichever works best for whoever, like, right? Mm-hmm. So like, through through those two years, two years, right? Like, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty sure you made a lot of mistakes, right? Yeah. But like, like, so what's one thing that until today, it's still a lesson that helps you in in this process of making music and pursuing music. Simplicity. Okay. Yeah. It's not supposed to be that difficult. Mm. Like, stop overthinking your lyrics. Stop, like, overthinking your anything. Just, it's simple, you know? It's like, okay... I believe there are two kinds of songs. Ones that you wear your earphones and listen to, mm-hmm. and ones you want to hear on speakers. Yeah. The speaker songs are like Roxanne, like, you know, like, <laughs> proper things that, like, people, like, as a community, you want to, like, dance together. And then the more J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. or, like, lo-fi stuff, where it's just, you want to be alone, and, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you kind of draft your things. Like, okay, I'm going to make this song, and I want this song to be a speaker-type music, like, uh, anthem Write something like that And execute that way And Yeah Just simplicity Only when I don't know what I want to do That's when You know All the emotions And everything mm. kick in Like if, if I'm good enough Or things like that So simple And have a plan Yeah Yeah Just give me a thought About like how Like In the When hip hop first came out Right mm. Or like first Like started up Right Yeah Like I think like The biggest obstacle For them in making rap music it's like technology equipment mm. Right Yeah Like in terms of writing I don't think that was like Their major problem mm-hmm. But then like 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 you said like When people start to overthink Their lyrics and stuff like that They don't They, they, they don't see the bigger picture Of like Hey I got everything mm-hmm. That I need Right now Yeah I just dude. need to make oh it right <laughs> like, yeah. I mean there was a period In my life where I was like Saving up to buy like Freaking $2,000 mics And like Lucky I didn't <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known How to use it It was too good So it's like People tend to anything that people do apart from like their full-time job right they try to turn it into an expensive hobby mm. like they collect gears they they have the best microphone the like soundproofing everything but at the end of the day it's like whatever you have doesn't matter just make it work mm. so it's like i didn't even upgrade my mic right now because i knew that if i buy a better mic i wouldn't actually bother learning the eq for the other one yeah because like 
uh, crappy mic right now would have forced me to get better at EQing. Mm. Yeah. So like things like that. It's like I find that people always um, focus too much about the hype of things and like just to say that they are musicians rather than actually making, making the music. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Like the best way to get better at something is just do it, lah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, and that's a simple advice about simplicity. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Okay, I think we can. We got like time for like one last question, right? Okay. So like for everyone, I'll be asking what advice they'll give to yester them. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to yester you? I would say that uh, just be honest with yourself. You know, it's like. Any issues you have, try not to be around the bush and face them because it is scary whenever you worry or you, you're afraid of anything. But that's life, uh. don't be afraid of change. Because it's, it's not gonna stop coming, like, it's, it's gonna hit you anyway, right? Change. Yeah, like, you're gonna get slapped anyway, just <laughs> like. And the longer like, you, like, you hold yourself back, like, yeah. the bigger the hands get getting. Yeah, now you're like <laughs> doing that thing with your face and everything. That is sweet advice. Mm-hmm. Alright man, thank you so much for taking your time to come down here today. No worries man. Yep. So, we've come to the end of the episode. Yep. Um, we'll catch you in the next... Yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode of Cup of Depresso. Alright, see ya.